Reading the Bible can encourage a person in their relationship with the Lord as much as any other spiritual discipline. The Christian Standard Bible is an English translation that strives to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity. The CSB maintains accuracy while remaining easy to read. It is a translation that pastors can feel confident preaching from and the person in the pew can feel comfortable reading from in their own devotional time. The Word of God is living and effective, transforming the hearts of people, and our hope is that CSB is useful in more people being encouraged to read the Bible and share it with others. Learn more at csbible.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we are going to talk about teaching the Bible to kids. This is episode 324 and you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Well, we all know the Bible is important in a Christian's life, but teaching the Bible to kids can sometimes be difficult. In this episode, we cover some suggestions on getting the most out of your study and how to engage your children in meaningful dialogue. I want to give a big shout out and thanks to our sponsor, CS Bible, and that is the Christian Standard Bible. You can find more information at csbible.com. And it is an easy-to-understand translation, and you can visit their website for more. And um, this is a great Bible as well to use with children because um, you can um, easily read the scriptures to them, and it's understandable. Well, my fondest memories with my grandmother revolve around the Bible. I used to sit at her feet as she wound the yarn. I held the big spool, and she recounted the stories about Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, the fall, Noah, the ark, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Samson and Deliah, and King David. Then on to the New Testament and the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Even before I could read, I had all of these beloved stories that I thought about often. I followed in my grandmother's footsteps, and I told my little one stories from the Bible. The children loved to listen to the stories, and it was with a glad heart that I was planting seeds for my children and future generations to come. I would ask my children to tell me what they learned as far as exactly what did the passage say, and I'm going to get more into that later on. I also had them recount the story to me. One of the uh, tips for storytelling is to have the children tell you what they heard, and then they make the story their own, and they'll remember. Ephesians 6, 4 says, Fathers, do not stir up anger in your child, but bring them up in training and instruction of the Lord. And that's from the, the CSB. 
So, we want to teach the Bible, but we have to know the Bible ourselves. So, friends, delve into the scriptures if you don't already. You will be so blessed. Pray beforehand and ask the Lord to touch your heart as you read through the Bible. There are many different Bibles, and read a few to see what works for you, and then purchase a Bible if you don't have one already. I have been so blessed by the times that I have spent reading Scripture, and when my kids got older, they realized that they needed to let mom have her Bible time in her room with her journal, and if they came and interrupted, if it wasn't something important, then mommy was not going to be a very happy camper that day. So my children learned early, and what was amazing is when they peeked in my room and saw me reading the Bible, I soon found them reading the Bible as well. They might jump up on my bed and go grab their Bibles and sit there quietly and read, and that was fine. It is something that we must cherish and show by example. It's amazing. Our kids pick up all of our bad habits, don't they? Well, if we demonstrate good habits, they can pick those up as well. Here are some important points, and this is what I taught my children. Number one, the Bible is truth. The Bible is infallible. It's the inerrant Word of God. Number two, the Bible is for today. While it is His story, which spells out history, it is relevant to our lives now. Number three, God is love. His love is shown within the pages of the Bible. We must give kids a foundation. Many like to ask the kids what they think, but little ones don't have well-formed opinions without having a good basis to make them. So in my opinion, it's not a good way to start asking the kids what they think about different scriptures, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. We want the children to know about God, His love, and His Son, Jesus, as well as the Holy Spirit. That is the greatest story ever told And the Bible is still the number one bestseller. We can help our children by telling them what the passage teaches about God. We can tell them what the passage teaches for them personally. And we can tell our children why we need Jesus as Savior. Once they understand these major truths, you can move on to asking them questions. You know, in advertising, one of the things that advertisers do is they tell you what to think. And we just take that for granted, right? You know, we will go buy things because it says 100% natural. Well, it is natural. That doesn't necessarily mean it's 100% pure or the ingredients are organic or anything like that. But when they tell us things like that, they tell us, you know, what to think we really don't even pay attention to that. You know, we should, but but a lot of times we don't. So there's nothing wrong with telling your children what the passage is about and modeling that for them. They can tell you back what the passage is about after you've explained it to them. As an aside here, while a children's Bible is nice and it helps children when they are very little 
it is often good to read from a standard Bible, and that is really important because so many times kids don't get past that children's Bible mentality. They want it to be in a little very short story, and they may not be patient as you read through the longer scripture. You know, it's a great place to start, but don't stop there. Then you can go on and and begin asking questions. Number one, ask a question about what happened to be sure they understand the main points of the passage, just the facts, what happened. Number two, ask what we can learn from this passage. Discussion on life applications may take time, but as your child gets older, again, you can explain how a specific passage impacts their life then and later ask the children again. I homeschooled for many years, and I have to tell you that at some point I found I was repeating myself, you know, okay, I've been here, done that, and I've already said this, you know, 500 million times, but it was a tried and true method, and I wanted the children to really get a good foundation before we moved on. Don't just ask the kids what they think about a particular passage, and that's typically how people think you teach Bible, because it doesn't get to the crux of the meaning behind it. For example, if you ask the kids what they think about Adam and Eve, you will be surprised at the answer, or you might not be surprised. My kids would say something like, well, it's their fault that we're not in the Garden of Eden, because Adam and Eve sinned, then we can't have this wonderful life wandering around in the Garden of Eden, not having to work, having all our food provided, and getting to walk with God. And to them, that makes sense, right? But while it's easier to blame others and not take any blame for mistakes we make, we have to show the children and explain it this way, that Adam and Eve had the gift of free will. And because of this, God allowed them the choice to do what was right or wrong. We too have the same freedom in our life, and it is to be cherished. Explaining it like that allows the children to really think and to understand. Give them time for feedback. Allow them to talk. And then you can work through whatever they are thinking because kids will surprise you and what they think is not at all what you're trying to get across half the time. Memorization of passages is standard in many families. And for our family, rather than memorize huge blocks of scripture, I like the children to memorize the verses that were helpful. For example, the Lord's Prayer, which we said daily. Many other key scriptures that are worth memorizing, um, all of them are worth memorizing, but key scriptures that were you know, really impactful in our lives and our family were the ones that they memorized. Memorization is another important way to teach the Bible, um, but also meditation. Meditation can teach the children to start listening to the Lord's voice. Teach children to close their eyes and listen after you read a particular scripture. Little ones have a hard time keeping their eyes closed, so you can ask them to put their heads on their arms on a table and just keep their heads down. And again, tell the children what you want. And again, I'm talking about younger ones, but also older ones here too. We sometimes get frustrated as homeschool parents because our kids don't do what we what we think they should be doing. Parents, a lot of times it's because we haven't told them 
what they should be doing. So think about that. Think about telling them, you know, almost step by step, and then they don't have an excuse of not knowing. So the first thing is tell the children you're going to read a passage and you want them to close their eyes and listen. The second is explain to the children that God's voice is a still, small voice, 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke it in pieces, the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a still, small voice. So that gives you an example by reading the scripture. The kids can listen to it and they can keep their eyes closed. And also that scripture explains, this is how you hear the Lord. Number three, ask the children to listen after you read and tell them you will let them know when they can raise up their heads and open their eyes. Number four, ask them to listen for that still, small voice and to ask the Lord to come deeper into their hearts. Now, explain to them that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to hear the Lord in an audible way. It could be a thought they have. Um, It could be something that they recall. And, you know, ask them to share that later if they want to or to write about it in their journal. And number five is remind them that they are to be respectful of the scriptures and remain quiet. So again, telling the kids exactly what to expect, and I have all this on my show notes on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. You can find this episode and the contents there, and it is episode 324, Teaching the Bible to Kids, um, that will have all of what we talked about today. Meditation is a learned skill and one that is such a blessing, especially in the life of a mature Christian, and so what better time to teach it than when the children are younger? Or if they're teens, just demonstrate it yourself and allow the children to see you as you pray and you think and you listen to the words that were just read. The Word of God is a blessing, and I pray that you will teach your children to cherish the freedoms that we have in this country to worship openly, to worship as we choose, and to honor our Lord and Savior. And you may want to check out my other podcast, and that is a few minutes with GodPodcast.com. It's over on our sister network at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Again, thanks so much for. Um, The sponsorship of the Christian Standard Bible Translation, check it out if you want to check it out. It's even on Bible Gateway. You can um, just look at a few of the translations and, um, and you might be surprised. So check it out. You can find them at csbible.com. Thanks so much. God bless. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.